everybody. You're listening to What's Your Number? The podcast where we ask ourselves and others that age-old question, what's your number? In the hopes that telling these stories from our sexual past might help us get a little closer to understanding why we are the way we are. I'm Olivia, recording from Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from New York City. Welcome to our penultimate episode. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might do a couple more. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, I guess we haven't fully planned out the, the, the finale and how many episodes that will will take. But um, but this is the this is the ultimate, if you will, episode of um, our series. Our number series. It our is. This is the last normal episode. After that, it's just bonuses and and like reunions and takeaways and like after the altar and <laughs> right. spacing it off off of love is right. Mine. But yeah, exactly. this is true. It's crazy. This is the last chronicle. It's the last chronicle. Absolutely crazy. I mean, until my impending divorce. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, until so I'm doing our phase. When we're like whatever. in our mid-40s and like, you know, um, like, I guess divorced, even though I guess, you know, who knows if we'll actually be married, but whatever. We'll, we'll go through another <laughs> another spurt. We'll bring it back. We'll uh, bring it back. That would be so fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Into our 70s. We'll just come out with regular installments. I do find it weird. And like, I know we'll talk about this more, but I just, I, I just find it weird that, I mean, we, when we started this podcast, I don't think, I mean, our intention was not to be like, and then we all got boyfriends. Good night. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I, I plan to, I mean, spoiler alert, but I, I plan to talk about that definitely in the, um, in, in my like takeaways when we have our like takeaways discussion, mm-hmm. that's definitely a big takeaway for me. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, anyways, it is what yeah. happened. We did turn 30 and there was a pandemic. So let's hear your version. <laughs> that didn't hurt. That didn't hurt. I mean, I was going to say, um, I mean, I think that like connects nicely with, um, what I was going to say by means of introducing the theme. So the theme of today's episode is um, love at first sight. Ooh, quite the theme. Quite the theme. But I want to, I want to caveat love at first sight doesn't mean everything is perfect from there on out as we all know. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. It's that first moment. It's not happily ever after. Right. Right. Okay. Interesting. As it turns out, relationships are a fuck ton of work. <laughs> this is what everyone <laughs> it's a keeps lot, saying. A <laughs> lot of emotional labor involved. Um, uh, yeah. So amazing. anyway, okay. maybe I think it, maybe we just both got better at like doing the work. I mean, probably that's true. Also finding, you know, quality people as well. But um, yeah, I'd say it's mostly us. <laughs> yeah. That's how I, I like to think that, but then I'm like, I also feel like I couldn't have made it work even with a lot of emotional labor in, in most of my past relationships. You know, it just wasn't, 
a good fit. Timing was off, you know, that kind of thing. It was like, they felt like they were all like fated to end. So yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so last time you heard from me, um, I was, you know, learning to have my own life in Medellin and I was, you know, I was doing well. Um, I was, you know, I was also like doing not well at the same time. <laughs> like the best the of times. Of the two. <laughs> the worst of times. It, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times, but mostly it was the best of times because I had been back for like around three months and I was kind of figuring out like where I wanted to go next. Actually, I didn't even expect to be there that long. Um, my plan when I had originally gotten there was I wanted to move to Buenos Aires. Um, but I was kind of rethinking that. Um, and I ultimately had decided to move to Mexico city and I was planning to go there with a friend in February of 2020. Um, okay. Early February of 2020. And I was actually originally supposed to leave earlier than that, but I had like pushed it back because I was having such a good time in Medellin and I was like, okay, my friend's going in February. I'll go with him. It'll be perfect. Right. What could go wrong? What could go wrong, right? And um, I was... Great time to make a choice. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, yeah. Like I was ready for, you know, a bigger city and I wanted to continue living in like a Spanish-speaking city. So Buenos Aires and Mexico City, they both seemed like great locations. I ultimately chose Mexico City partly because it's closer to my family. And I was like, you know what? It'll be nice to be like a shorter flight away for a little while. And Buenos Aires would be the opposite of that. So, um, I was like, okay, let's, let's try this for a little while. And I also had been planning a career change for a while. It was something I'd been thinking about for a long time, but I was finally ready to do it. I wanted to transition to, um, UX design and I had signed up to do like a boot, an online boot camp. Um, that I was going to start right when I got to Mexico city. So it was like, okay, right. Gonna make some changes in my life. Yeah. What you'd been, what you'd said you would do. Yeah. What I'd said I would do. Yeah, exactly. But for the time being, I was partying in Medellin and working 20 hours a week (laughs) and just kind of fucking off. Hard to leave that behind. Um, I can see. I can see. (laughs) Very hard to leave that behind. So around early January, 2020, I was hooking up with number 30 again a bit because I have no boundaries (laughs) and... We hooked up one afternoon and, um, I, it was like, it was like a Saturday, a Sunday afternoon. And, um, I was like, okay, well I'm going to go. I think it like stayed at his house or something like that. And, um, he was like, okay, I'm going to go too. And I was like, oh, okay. Where are you going? And he was like, um, just out. And I was like, okay. Um, I put two and two together. Don't exactly remember how, but as it turns out, he was going to meet the girl he had been flirting with back when I had first gotten to Medellin. She had actually left town for a couple months and now she was back. And yeah, I was basically like, I was extremely offended with it, by this. Yes, I can see I was, how you would be. I mean, I was also not happy. Maybe were you allowed to be? But I mean, no, I would have been either way. I was not allowed to be. I mean, I was hooking up with other people. I, I don't know that I was like, yeah, I, I was hooking up with other people. I think that whenever we went through spurts of hooking up, I would not hook up with other people. It was more like we would stop hooking up. I would hook up with other people, whatever. Not that that matters at all or makes any type of a difference, but um, I guess it was just the fact 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it was very hypocritical of me to be upset about that. But I think it kind of felt frustrating that he was like, he would go straight from me to her. Yeah. I was like, um, excuse you. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, that's, that's what we were doing basically. (laughs) It's like, what did I expect? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he like really assures me that it's like nothing special and he wants to keep hanging out or something. Um, but yeah, it, really like just took away from like the connection that I thought that we kind of still had to some extent. I was like, wow, like it just really cheapened it. So um, I had deleted Bumble because I was just kind of over hooking up with random people. And I was like, fuck it. I'm downloading this app again. Nothing Um, will make you download Bumble faster than your ex moving on. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. I mean, when I look back on this phase, I'm like, wow, this sounds really toxic. And it totally was. But at the same time, it was helping me like get over it and, you know, like feel like I could be independent of him. That's what's kind of nice about dating apps, I think. I don't think it sounds toxic. Yeah, I think it feels sounds super normal. Yeah, okay, good. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. I mean, um, the situation that you two were in, I'm not sure I... I, I don't know. I mean, you know. Not the most, like, yeah, healthy, for sure. I mean, like I said, I have no boundaries. I feel like I get, like, pretty attached. And I have, like, a really hard time with breakups. I don't know what it is. I think it's just like really hard to be so close to somebody and then just be like, wow, they're, you know, our connection's never going to be the same again. And it's, it's hard. Um, oh, it's truly the worst. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I don't think you're um, alone in that. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, so I matched with a few people and said like hi to a few of them. You know how you just, I think Morgan told me one time, Dr. Morgan, shout out, um, told me that her go-to like, hello when it came to dating apps is just to send the heart eyes emoji. Really? Because, you know, on Bumble, you have to reach out first. That is so funny. (laughs) I know. And um, so I I think I had like some canned like, hey, what's up? Or, you know, because yeah, Bumble, you have to reach out first, right? Otherwise the match goes away. So I was like, okay, you know, let me like lay some, lay some groundwork here, send out some highs and then kind of had a change of heart. And I was like, you know what? maybe I don't need to be dating right now. It's time to stop avoiding my feelings, you know? So, yeah, what are, couple wait, days what later, I used to call this the, the, mis- <laughs> the miscellaneous Mariah's instant self-contradiction. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. I mean, I wanted to have the option, but once I had the option, I was like, eh, I don't know. I think what it was partly was I was like, I kind of had one particular night that I was like, oh, like maybe if someone's free, I'll go to like hang out with them tonight. And then nobody was like free. And I was like, well, I don't really want to hang out. The next day I was like, I'm good. I don't need this. Yeah, fair enough. So um, one of the the matches kind of messaged me back and was like chatting a little bit. And um, he proposed, I was like, you know, like I said, I had asked if he was like free the night before. He was like, no. And I was like, okay, well I kind of wrote him off. And then he'd followed up like a day later and he was like, Hey, I'm actually looking for a co-working space. Do you know of one? And I was like, Oh yeah, there's one I go to. And he's like, well, what if we like meet up there? And I was like, okay, sure. And I kind of was hesitant at first. Um, I had extremely low expectations. Um, and I, I was kind of like, okay, well, if he shows up, whatever. And then he actually like messaged me and followed up and was like, what's the address? And, you know, he seemed like he was, I was like, okay, I'm giving nothing, but like you're pretty, putting the legwork in to like make this happen. Um, and then I kind of thought about it and I was like, oh, 
Okay. So number, so the co-working space where I work at being the co-working space for number 30 and the new girl that he's seeing also work at. This might not be the worst idea. Oh my God. <laughs> Incredible. Okay. Shit, I thought you had changed co-working spaces and all of this. I did, but then I went back. Got it. Yeah, I just took like a little hiatus. Okay. Yeah, I was like, it was kind of a, it was kind of nice. I like took a little break, a little mental health break. And then I was like, you know what? I can be in this fucking co-working space. And I did. Okay. So, and you, yeah. and you really did. And I did. Yeah. And I really did. Um, <laughs> and keep in mind, this is two weeks before I'm supposed to leave. Okay. So I'm, I'm, a, I have a little bit of leaving energy circulating, oh, yeah. you know, I, I, I very much do. So I'm just going about my morning. Um, I was like, Oh, it's kind of nice to have something to look forward to. Um, I was sitting near the front door and then I heard this, you know, gringo voice saying hello to our greeter. And I got up to meet him and, um, and then we like met eyes and I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I wish people could see your face. <laughs> I, I like instantly got butterflies and, um, I don't know. He was just, what was it about him? I don't even know. It was, I think he was just perfect. Like he was like handsome. I mean, that sounds so like gushy Aww. to talk about. I'm going to gush a lot in this episode, gush but, away. um, I mean, it really did feel, it really was like a moment I will remember forever um, because he was just like, he kind of like, what, like what about it made me like gave me butterflies? Well, he was handsome and he was cool and you know, he kind of, he was like attractive. Right. Yeah. But there was also something about him that just kind of felt like almost like familiar. I think it was his style just kind of felt like he like fit my style really well. And it yeah. felt like we just kind of had similar vibes. Yeah. Like it felt similar vibes from him. So much in common. Um, so much in common. And so then I was like, red flag. <laughs> red flag. <laughs> I was like, he can't possibly that be that cool, you know? And I also, I keep in mind, I know zero about, zero about this guy. I do not even know what he does for a living. Right. Like I we haven't don't really chatted that hardly at all. You're just like meeting up. Literally, literally. Um, I do know that he's um, only in town for a couple of weeks. So that is one thing I know about him. So I, another thing that was happening, like I said, leaving energy, I was feeling really confident this day, you know, and he, he comes to like the right place. Cause like everyone in the coworking space, you know, knows me. And kept like stopping by my desk to say hi. And, you know, I would be speaking to them in Spanish and English. And, you know, he's like an American who's traveling, traveling here for a couple of weeks. So he's probably like, I mean, actually he told me later, he was like, he just thought I, he's like, and I quote, I just thought you were so cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's amazing. You've <laughs> because, like, I know everybody. Turf. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so cool. And so yeah. it's a mutual and also, feeling of being impressed. Totally a mutual feeling. Um, I think we actually rehashed this over Valentine's Day. Um, and number 44, AKA Ryan, um, also told <laughs> me that he told me that he like immediately thought I was really cool. And he immediately knew that he wanted to fuck me. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, it was just like one of those amazing days too. Like the weather was absolutely perfect. And, you know, we went to lunch together at this French restaurant, which is a place where I also like knew the chefs by name and, oh my you know, gosh. that kind of, it, it kind of was just 
this vibe and we talked about his job and um, he's a blockchain engineer and I could tell that he was like really smart. So I was like, check, check. Um, because <laughs> it, it just like, it was cool to talk to somebody who was, he's so humble. Uh-huh. I think that's one thing that is ext- very special about him. He's really, he's not like braggy or anything like that, especially like blockchain engineers, which is his job. And I'm totally calling him out right now, but I don't think he really cares. Um, like I feel like sometimes they can be so like braggy and douchey and sure uh, kind of broy and yeah. Um, and he was just like super humble about it and yeah, was just kind of like, earth. you know, yeah, down to earth, ex- extremely down to earth. And was just like talking to me because I was like, I don't actually know what the blockchain really is. And, you know, we were kind of having that conversation and I felt like we could just really talk about stuff. Yeah. Cool. And, um, he told me he was a climber and, um, I think before this I had already, this is going to be so gushy. <laughs> I think before this, I had already noticed like his hands. Um, cause he had like really like nice, like kind of strong hands, uh-huh. like hands that look like they actually do things. You oh know? yeah. You've been so into hands since like day. <laughs> I love it. I know. I mean, it's funny how much of this is just like so Freudian too. Cause it's like, you know, growing up in Montana I mean, my dad is like a, works with his hands. So I guess to me, I was like, that's, you know, baked into my psyche probably as something that I would, um, you know, expect or not expect, but that it just felt like a bonus because I was like, okay, cool. He likes to travel. He's really smart. Um, I feel like we really have like similar vibes and like just like really good, like chemistry. Mm -hmm. Like I can tell we're both attracted to each other. Like sparks are flying. And I felt like something that had been kind of missing from my life in a while was someone who's also outdoorsy. Yeah. So the more that we talked, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool that, you know, you kind of, that you do that. And it's also like really impressive, like the style of climbing he does. So, um, did you know about climbing at the time enough to know that it was impressive? Yeah, Uh I definitely knew it was impressive. Um, and he does like big wall climbing too. So it's, it's kind of like, it's like, how can you not be impressed by that? Like, I feel like, Anytime someone finds out about that hobby of his, they're like, oh, wow, crazy. You know what I mean? It's one of those hobbies that kind of is like, you know, cool. Yeah, you know? definitely. <laughs> um, I don't know yeah. what it is, but that's okay. <laughs> well, so it's impressed. like, I, I mean, it, it's just what it's just what it says it is. It's uh, climbing like really tall walls. Okay. Like yeah. natural walls right. though. Like natural walls. Yeah. Rock climbing up like really tall cliffs, like hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air. Got it. Got it. Crazy. So. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, so yeah, so I guess I just thought that was hot, you know? Yeah. Um, Like I said, yeah. How would you not? Right. Right. How would you not? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So. Oh God, I know. This is so (laughs) cringy. (laughs) Um, yeah. And I, okay. This was, this really like sent me. So we were walking back, um, to the co-working space and it, you know, it's the middle of the day. And he's like, he's like, um, he's like, can I take you to dinner tonight? Wow. I think I just like, came. He, I know he's like, I don't, I, this sounds so like douchey to say this, but he's like a real man. You know what? <laughs> he was just, he was, he was like so chivalrous without being douchey. Yeah. I was like, without being like, oh, sorry, don't mind me. I'm just going to be a little chivalrous. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. people who do it in an effortless way. It's yeah. He wasn't like, amazing. I'm a climber. Have you ever heard of that? Like he was, you know, he, yeah. he was very like, 
very like humble and yeah. Um, but I couldn't because I had a date. So I was like, no, I can't. I have a date. Yeah. It makes me even cooler, so right? Cool. Like <laughs> you guys are so like so every, cool. <laughs> everything just like lined up, you know? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and I think I had like a little like I had a little like strapless shirt on that day or something. He actually still remembers exactly the outfit I was wearing too, because it was like very you know, I like wore wore the perfect outfit that was like because I really didn't give a shit, but there was like some sex appeal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Low expectations, but sex appeal. Incredible. So um, we went up. Leaving energy outfits. <laughs> leaving energy outfit, right? And I mean, keep in mind as all this is happening, right? Like I'm leaving in two weeks. He's only here for two weeks. Like what's going to happen? You know, what's, so what's going down? digital nomading around? Um, Kind of, yeah. So he lives in New York. Okay. He's basically on vacation. He's like traveling for a couple months, but he's like has his home base in New York still. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So, um, yeah. And I think like the question going through my mind, I'm like, are you really as cool as you say you are? So we, we go up to the rooftop at my coworking space and we like have a beer with my friends um, because I had actually texted my friends. This is going to make me sound crazy. Um, <laughs> at some point in the day, I was like, they were like, oh my God, how's it going? Because like my two like guy friends who were like my closest friends at the time were like, literally sitting like a table away from us, like kind of watching us and Uh kind of like, they were really invested in my love life at this time (laughs) (laughs) because it was just a shit show. And they were like, how's it going? Oh my God. And you know, we had our little group chat and I was like, I'm pretty sure I just met my future husband. Oh my God. Oh my God. That does make you sound crazy in the best way possible. I know. (laughs) I know. I was crazy. I was very crazy. Um, so yeah, so we, we go up to the rooftop, we have a drink with him and he's like, Um, my friends and I are going to Cartagena this weekend or like next week. If you want, he's like, you should come. And he told me later that he really wanted me to come because he was actually the only single person on that trip. Um, but I was like, I had just gone and done like a little weekend trip with this random guy that I barely knew. And I was like, not doing that again. Right. So I was like, no. Um, yeah. And then he told me that when, while we were up there, that's when he found out that like, I like drugs. <laughs> so he was like, you were check, up on check. the, on the rooftop. You mean? Yes. Okay, exactly. Nice. So he was like, okay, like she's, I like, he was checking all of my boxes. I was checking all of his boxes basically. Damn. Um, so after work we go, we had a drink at this bar that's like on, on my walk home from my coworking space to my house. And, um, we go to this bar, uh, or sorry, I just repeated myself. Um, we're at the bar and it's a place that I go somewhat regularly and I know the cocktail waitress or waiter, sorry, um, the cocktail waiter. And of course, like I'm like so super friendly with him. And again, that like makes me look super cool, yeah, right? Yeah, you know everybody. And, right. And I even like, I we like, he he loved to make new drinks like this cocktail waiter and he like made a new drink um, with, like he asked us like choose a liquor or something, you know, and he, and he came up with this drink that like on the spot and I was like, Oh, you should name this the Mariah. And he's like, okay, I will, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just like everything is just, I love it. everything's coming up. Mariah. <laughs> everything's just, just like, yeah, exactly. There's just like a vibe. Like it was leaving energy, right? It was leaving energy, leaving energy. And I just met my husband energy, I guess. Yeah. Like it's a lot. It's so weird. I mean, when I think about this type of thing, it's almost, it's like red. It's like, it's too good. There's too many red flags and I'm kind of shocked that we're still together to this day. I mean, 
spoiler alert, but it is shocking, right? I mean, yeah, it's funny. It it makes you wonder, like, if, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't. It is kind yeah. of shocking, but it's also like maybe it can just be that good, you know, from the get go. I don't know. Right. I mean, I would say our first day of meeting was very much like, like all this, but it doesn't, it's not like this the entire time, you know, there's lots of uncertainty and not knowing, you know, so, but the day one was like vibes all around. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Spoiled for vibes. Day one was vibes. (laughs) Very spoiled. So, um, (laughs) so he told me about, he had this like dream of, you know, driving a van, um, from, you know, North America to South America, classic. And I was like, I could like see myself doing that with him. And I was like, I think what really excited me about him was that he really wanted to be like, uh, I mean, he worked totally remotely and he wanted to like travel and he could see himself living in a lot of different places. And I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. That like, that had always been an issue for me. I'd always, you know, fallen in love with stairs. Right. Yeah. So it was cool that I finally met another goer who I was like, okay, but you're also down to earth. You're also like, I can kind of see myself with you. you Right. Totally. Um, And it was not something I was expecting at all. So I was kind of like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, who is this guy? Um, So we walked to my house um, five minutes away and, you know, it's kind of getting later. So basically he's going to call an Uber from my house. um, And, you know, we just walked inside to say hi to my roommates. And then um, when I walked him down to his Uber, um, I was like, well, aren't you going to kiss me already? Or like, (laughs) I said, are you going to kiss me already? (laughs) I love it. And he's like, he's, he's like, yeah, I thought you'd never ask or something like that. And he like pulls me onto his lap and we just had like an amazing first kiss. Like it was like, I just, we just had really instant chemistry. I chemistry. I felt how like, you know, strong and like solid he was. Cause he's, you know, he's humble. He's smart. Um, he's fun. And I was like, what if the physical chemistry isn't there? Right. Like that was something I was on, I was on lookout for. I was like, that could be, but no, like I felt like he was like surprisingly very like, you know, strong and solid and yeah, all of that. And that's just, I liked that. I like that, you know? Oh yeah. I like that, that strong, solid energy. (laughs) I like to be thrown around a little bit. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, so then, um, his Uber shows up like one minute into the kiss he gets in the cab and I, and I trip off down the street to my other date. Oh my God. I forgot about your other date. Yeah. And it was actually with somebody I'd hooked up with before. And I, I feel like I was kind of just going through the motions and I was like, okay, well have a good night. You know what? I kind of like left early. I was just not really feeling it. Right. You were like, I've moved on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, you're, I mean, nobody compared, you know? Wow. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> I was like, I'm basically married at this yeah. point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, um, so the next day I had been planning this like random dinner with like eight people, um, randomly, you know, leaving energy. Sure. I had like tried to like plan like a night out or like a dinner with a few friends and then it had kind of snowballed and ended up being this like eight person thing. Okay. And I was like, um, I, I think we had talked about it, number 44 and I had talked about it. And I was like, you, you and your friend should come because he was traveling with a friend. Uh-huh. And he was like, okay, sure. And I was like, oh my God, I get to see him again. But now I feel like the hype has kind of turned into, I'm a little nervous. 
Yeah. Have you like told the other eight people like he's your husband to be or what do you mean the hype? <laughs> like the hype for you or? The hype for me, okay. the hype for me, for sure. I think also like, I, f- I remember waking up, you know how some days you like don't have that much to drink and then, but you still wake up hungover the next day and kind of tired. Yeah. That was kind of my Friday. Like this was a Thursday, the day that we met. And then on Friday, which is the day that we're supposed to go to dinner, I was like, yeah, I don't know. And one thing that kind of made me feel like that was we were texting um, and he was like, oh, I can't wait to kiss you or something. And I was like, "Ah, okay. Like it just felt like too much. I was like, okay. Like I was like, oh, maybe that's his thing. Like he's like clingy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I was like, maybe he's a clinger. Sure. Um, well, you're looking for what's wrong. Like, I, I get that. Right. I would be too in your situation. And I think I had at that point in my life, um, it had kind of been a thing for me. Like, I had very much like my basically my best friend um, and I were were had been like talking a lot about how like I don't like clingers, and so. His name's Toby um, for this conversation. I'm just going to name him uh-huh. um, because he plays a, a strong role in the story. So anyway, I so I told Toby that I was like, oh, I don't know, Toby. Maybe he's, maybe he's a clinger. And mm-hmm. so, okay. So we go to dinner, they show up and I'm kind of like, I'm a little, I'm a little like, I'm a little not at ease. I'm okay. kind of like standoffish to him. I think it's I'm like, I'm like worried he's going to be too clingy. Maybe I have like buyer's remorse a little bit. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know. Like, what is this? Like, I'm kind of in my head about it basically. Sure. And I'm, it's also something that's really awkward is like, I feel like I barely know him and there's all this like sexual tension between us, but I'm around like eight people and I kind of just feel observed, you know, like I had told like my closest friends, like not everyone knew that it was like our first one of our first dates, but like, it just felt like everyone was kind of like watching us. Sure. It was like shy. Yeah. I could totally see that. I w- I kept like waiting for him to like publicly kiss me and me to like pull away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, ah! So, um, yeah. So then, um, so we got, so we went to a bar afterward and please tell me if I'm telling the story like too slow, but all this part is very relevant to like, It'll speed up in a second. This part has to be step by step. I'm not, yeah. So, Who am I to tell you? <laughs> right, I know. Um, okay, so we get to the next bar and his friend comes up to me and he's like, he's like, just so you know, like um, Ryan's like a really cool dude. Um, and, you know, um, your friend told me, told you, or told me that you don't like to be chased. So don't worry, I already told him that. And <laughs> nice. I was like, I was like, okay. Okay. Um, I guess that's nice. That's cool. Whatever. A few minutes later, Toby comes up to me is like drunk. And he's like, um, he's like, just FYI, I already talked to Ryan. I told him like not to chase you. (laughs) (laughs) I told him, no, I think he said, I told him to stop trying so hard. (laughs) Okay. That is, that's good. Yeah. Well, cause it's such a fine line, right? Cause like you want to be cherished, but you don't want to be clung to. Yes. It's tough. I want to (laughs) be, it's a really fine line to walk. Thank you for the throwback too, because um, Ryan just listened to that episode and he was, and he keeps saying like <laughs> it now in present day, like, I know you just like to be cherished. And <laughs> um, but you know, so at this point, I feel like number 
44, aka Ryan, is kind of starting, like, I get the vibe that he's really trying, not at all. Like, he's, like, no, basically, yeah. like, fuck <laughs> so you at like, this okay, point. Never mind. What's your name again? Because <laughs> I think the message that he was getting was basically, like, uh, this girl thinks I'm trying too hard, so fuck her, you know? Like, well, yeah. he's, like, message received. What you other know? message would he get? I, I mean, let the record state, I don't think I needed Toby and Ryan's friend to be like, hey, dude, stop trying so hard. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, but like this sounds to be like guy. a classic like bro convo. Like, dude, dude, right. dude, dude, you gotta, you gotta reel it in. Like they don't, you know, they don't like that. You're gonna spook her. <laughs> to- totally, yeah. But I also, I feel like it's like, I mean, I think later he was like, yeah, I was kind of like, well, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, okay, so then we go to another bar and, you know, finally there's like enough music going on that I'm like, okay, I can pull you aside. And I'm like, okay, sorry. I am so sorry that like both of our friends talked to you about that. Like, I, you know, I really like you. I just don't, I just don't want you to like, I guess I was like, I get overwhelmed when I feel like people are like crowding me too much. So I was still kind of like trying to make that point, I guess. Or, you know, I was like, they shouldn't have mentioned it to you. And I feel bad about that. But at the same time, like it's true, you know? Right. Um, so then we have like a steamy makeout sesh. Um, and finally, like he and his friend decided to go to a different bar. And I was like, I'm going to go with you guys. Cause I was like, I, you know, I, I did, I did want to see this thing through. Like I like our, our makeout sesh was extremely steamy. Okay. Like I was like, okay, I'm really into this guy. Okay. You're back. But on. I was also like, <laughs> I, I'm back on kind of, I was like, I got to see what this is, but it could be like not the right thing. You know, I was still kind of like, I don't know, but I was remembering the day before and I was like, this guy's amazing. Right. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you guys all of it. I'm going to, I'm not going to leave out the parts that could be embarrassing. So, we get to this next bar and it's like a Latin bar. Um, so it's like, you know, Latin music, like kind of salsa-y dancing, that kind of, kind of a thing, right? Um, so we go up, he, he and I kind of break away from his friends. We go up to the front and like, we just start like dancing. And I, I was like, okay. Like I really felt like our physical chemistry. And I also felt the size of his penis. And I was like, I like that. <laughs> yeah. And... And yeah, and so we just started like making out and so I was real. like, okay, so like there is definitely the a dance. lot of chemistry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, like it, I mean, I'm probably skipping ahead a little bit, but like, you know, basically I was like, okay, aside, all the white noise aside, all of my like fears and preoccupations aside, I was like, I'm definitely sexually attracted to you yeah. and I like, you know, I'm into it. Facts are facts. And facts are facts, right? So, um, finally I'm like, okay, I'm like, he's like, we should get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, totally. And, um, we were like making out and I, I think I had tried to take him to the, into the bathroom and then someone's like, get out of here basically. (laughs) So I tried, I tried to like accelerate things. Like I, that's like what the chemistry felt like to me. Like Uh I, it was like, I want you right now, Uh but I was still kind of like, I don't know if I want to hook up with him yet because I want to make sure he's not a clinger first. Right. So, um, which I wasn't really getting clinger vibes from him, but I think I was just really like gun shy, like, you know, um, so we go to, we call an Uber, we go to the place where he was staying and we hook up and, um, 
yeah, we like, and we also talk a lot and we have, it's like really fun. And I'm like, okay, I'm definitely into this guy. Um, okay. You know, it was like, he's like lifting me up, fucking me in the shower kind right. of thing. Like it was like a really good connection. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like I'm into you. Like, sorry, I made a big deal about the whole like clingy thing. Like, let's just forget this ever happened, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so the next day, um, we're like texting and I was like, I'm so sorry. Oh fuck. I wish I'd gotten the text. Ryan has these texts saved. Um, he was like, he, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry about last night with all my friends, like telling you that and me like telling you, you know, not to try too hard. Um, that's so silly. Like I feel bad, you know? And he's like, he's like, no worries. And then he's said something like, um, I can definitely not try too hard or like be careful what you wish for basically was like the implication. Oh, yikes. Yeah. And then I don't hear from him for the rest of the day. And I'm like, uh, is this guy going to text me back? Oh my God. <laughs> that is, wow. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I mean, I don't think he's like, I mean, he, he, we, we think we, we had said at some point, okay, we're, we might try to meet up to that night. Um, I think I was actually having a going away party that night or some sort of party at my house. And I knew that I was going to end up going out. Um, and he knew that he was going to go out. I, actually, I don't think it was the going away party yet. It was some different party. But um, so we knew that we were both going to be out. And I was like, I definitely want to see you. And he proceeded to like the whole entire night um, was just like really evasive. And I was just like, I'm like fucking over this. Like at one point he had said, oh, he's like, where are you at? I want to meet up. And I was like, I'm at this bar. And he was like, okay, be there in 30 minutes. Nothing for like an hour and a half. And I was like, okay, this is, I was like, no, you're annoying me. Because, and then, okay, I just have to pause and say, it's totally different to be clingy before you have sex and after you get fucked in the shower. Totally, totally. And I mean, spoiler alert, like I'm the clingy one in our relationship now. <laughs> like, it's like, like it's like, it's funny that I'm, it's funny that I even said that. Um, but I guess in my experience, like guys had either been like assholes or clingy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that was, yeah, what we were working with for many years. <laughs> it totally was. And he wasn't, so he told me later that he was, because he had just been, like, he had a bunch of friends, like, come in from out of town, and they were all meeting up. And so he was like, I wasn't intentionally, like, trying to avoid it or, like, I guess not show up when I said I was going to show up. Uh -huh. So, yeah, so anyway, so he, had, yeah, he told me, like, uh, he told me later that he wasn't trying to like purposely avoid. He was like, I was, he was, he said that he was trying not to like over text me, but he wasn't trying to like not show up when he said he was going to, he was just trying to orchestrate with like a lot of people and they would be like, oh, okay, we're going to go to the bar that she said. And then they would like change their mind and stuff. So he was like, yeah, got it. Kind of at their whim. Sure, um, sure. We've all been but, in that situation. Totally have. And, but I was like pretty over it. I was like, and I was kind of disappointed because I was like, wait, like he really was as cool as I thought he was. And I want to see him again. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we had a great night. And, and then, so it was, it was getting really late and we ended up at this club. It was like two or three. And I think I had like mentioned to him the club that we were going to, but like never heard back from him. 
And I was like walking through the club and then somebody like somebody tapped me on the shoulder and they were like, hey, and it was him. And so, yeah. So then we like made out and he was like, he had brought all his friends there and like, you know, he'd like, okay. well, he brought, I think one of his friends with him. So he'd like like, made it like a big effort. And happiness or were you annoyed? Yeah. No, I was flooded with relief. Okay, that's how you know. <laughs> his his plan had worked. <laughs> he had, yeah, he definitely yeah. left me wanting more. So, yeah. Perfect. So then... Um, that was just what you needed, maybe. Exactly, exactly. So I think, you know, we, we proceeded to like hang out um, a fair amount. Like we weren't over hanging out because like I said, so it's, we have two weeks left of both of us being there, right? And he's there with like six of his friends because first he was there with one friend and then a bunch of other people came to town. And um, so he has a lot going on. I have a lot going on. It's my last couple of weeks. And the next weekend, you know, he's gone, I'm gone. And, but we like, he stayed at my house a couple of nights and, you know, we hooked up and I was like, okay, like I like this guy, but it, it was kind of hard to know. Like it started to be clear. We we're like, okay, well, what is this though? Like, you know, we're just hooking up is like what it felt like. Right. Cause yeah. What else could it be? Right. Yeah, exactly. I think like the first day I was like, Oh, I met my future husband. When we were in our hook, this hooking up phase of, you know, this cup, these couple of weeks, I was like, mm, I don't know. Maybe he's just a guy, but I like, I do like him, but I don't know what this is. Right. right? Sure. So it's like, this could be anything, but, um, you know, he kept like showing up. Like I was always really happy to hang out with him and, um, I, I got like really good vibes, but so our, my last weekend in town, um, so I had really wanted to go to this place that was in the mountains. It was basically a bubble glamping tent. Have you ever seen what those look like? They're like, the, the, they're the globes right. that are like plastic and clear and they're like blow up. And there's like a bed and stuff in there and you can, you like camp in there. Incredible. So there was this place in like the mountains of Medellin that had bubble glamping and I had really wanted to go so you there. you can see the stars. Exactly. Oh you can see the stars. So cool. Um, I didn't know all this at the time, but it had like a hot tub, a sky net. Like it was this like awesome little oasis. And you know, there were a bunch of like little pods that you could rent and I don't know why, but I think I, it was, so it was his birthday on February 1st, um, 2020. And this was like my last weekend and his last weekend. I was supposed to leave like the Tuesday after that. And he was supposed to leave like that Sunday. And, um, another, I was like, another, yeah, yes, that is very important, important to point out. He is another Aquarius and he is an Aquarius through and through for sure. Um, and yeah, so I had proposed to him that we go, we ended up going and we had decided that we were going to like go there and drop acid. So it was going to be like Friday night. Solid plan. Um, yeah. And, but a couple of days before I was like, why am I doing this? Like, it's my last weekend with my friends. Am I just like out here chasing some guy? Like, what's the point? You know, I was kind of starting to question that. I was like, I do really like this guy, but I don't know if I want to like prioritize him above my friends. Sure. So I was, I was like, I don't know. I was kind of feeling conflicted about it. Yeah, I can see that. Um, But, and I was also like, I don't know, maybe it'll be awkward or weird to like go do this with him. But we, I met him, um at our like meeting point where we're supposed to drive up there. And I just like saw him coming toward the car with his like, you know, his wine and you know, all the shit that he had like brought with him. And I was like, yeah, he's, he's just a great adventure buddy, you Uh know? And I was just like instantly like my 
should I have done this? Like went away. And I was like, this is such a fun adventure. And we like made really good friends with our Uber driver who drove us up there. It was like, kind of took us a while to get up there. And when we got up there, it was like the most beautiful, perfect, awesome little cocoon of a place. Like it was just, it was like incredible. So cool. Of course, that was exacerbated by the acid. Um, And so we just had like this like (laughs) magical, amazing. I love it. Right, exactly. So we just had this like magical, amazing like acid trip. And like our energies are very like we are similar. We have similar interests and like preferences about like lifestyle, I would say. Yeah. But we have different personalities. Like he's quieter than I am for sure. Um, And it just really felt like like even in the, like while we were on acid, like it felt like we, like it, our connection, I guess, just felt so authentic. Yeah. You know? No, that's so, that's so interesting. Cause some, I, I don't know if this has ever happened to me, but I feel like when you're on acid, I don't know, as opposed to Molly, as we've discussed a lot of times or something like, um, it's, it's very clarifying. Like it's not yes. necessarily good. Um, yes, but totally. It is usually real. Oh, totally. I mean, I had taken acid a couple, like a month or two before when I was kind of going through it, processing all the shit, the number 30 breakup. And I was like, this will distract me. No, no, it did not distract me. <laughs> no, oh, God. <laughs> it did not distract me. So yeah, so it felt, and I think, I don't know. It just, I think something really shifted during that experience. Um, we always refer to it now as like the bubble because I think just like <laughs> cool. our like dynamic really just solidified. And I don't know, it just felt like we were a really good team. And I think I, I think we like fell in love mm-hmm. around that. I think at least, at least for me, that's when I was like, wow, I really like you and I want to like be with you. Yeah. Um, and um, so we went back to Medellin and it was like my going away party with Toby, um, both of our going away party. And he went, it was like his last night with his friends. So we kind of split up and he was leaving tomorrow. So we're like, maybe we'll meet up tonight. And um, I'll, I'll kind of go f- f- through this stuff a little bit more quickly. But um, so we, that night we like met up and so Toby had invited or somebody had invited number 30 to my going away party. Uh oh. Um, and um, I was like very angry at number 30 at this point in time. Cause I was like, okay, like you disrespected me by like texting a friend of mine while we were together, you know, when we were not anywhere close to breaking up. Right. right. Like in a flirtatious way, like who else did you text? And then also like you kind of disrespected me by like, we were hooking up and like, you know, like, I guess, emotionally connecting. And then you like leave me to go fuck someone else. Right. So yeah, he was on my shit list a little bit. So, um, I remember just kind of like, I was just kind of like went off on him. I was like, I'm so annoyed that like you're here and like you get to like, I kind of just like let my anger out basically Uh a little bit. Um, and you know what, to his credit, like he was like, honestly really receptive and he's like, I'm not gonna like not be here. Like, you know, you, were such an important part of my life. And, you know, I, I want to be your friend and blah, blah, blah. And like, he was like, I want to be here. Like, you know, you're important to me. And Uh so I was like, okay, whatever. And, um, so later in the night I left to go meet up with number 30 or number 44. And, 
um, took a little Molly that night. So <laughs> lots of drugs at this point in my life. Um, but yeah, I remember I had like, I got out of the cab and I was at the meeting point and like, I couldn't find him anywhere. And then, um, like I saw him from the crowd and like ran toward him and we like made out and just felt like, Oh my God. Like I was like, I love you. <laughs> you know, it just felt like the best like moment ever. And then, um, the next day he was leaving. So he left. Right. Um, and there was no like plan or anything. It was just like, there was no plan. So he was leaving to go to Barcelona. Like I said, he was traveling for a couple months. So his ex-girlfriend, um, is actually from Barcelona. Okay. That's right. And he was going there because they had broken up like a year and a half or a year prior or something like that. And, but they had like, they had been talking as of late. So he told me he'd actually confided this to me in the bubble, but he was kind of going to like, I guess just get some closure maybe. Yeah. Like it kind of sounded like he didn't want to be with her anymore to me, but at the same time, like it was a little open-ended. Right. Um, Yikes. Yeah. So I went to Mexico city and he, he wasn't like, I felt like I was like, I really like this person, but then I wasn't sure how he felt because I felt like he was being like less, not non-responsive, but I didn't feel like he was like, I wasn't getting clear signals that he was like, I really want to be with you, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I wasn't sure where his head was at and I didn't really want to ask. Right. Um, it just felt like really soon. We'd met two weeks before that. Sure. And yeah. how would we even be together anyway? So, right. Um, you, so you I was kind, kind of, of sad. Like talking, but yeah, it's not super yeah. clear. We're talking, but it's not super clear. And... And then I think I had like gone out with some friends, like, I don't know, a week after I got to Mexico City and I like texted him and I was like, it's just sad to, or I was like, it's just kind of sad to feel like you really connected with someone and you don't know when you're going to see them again. Yeah. And then he like responded the next day and he was like, um, are you going to be in Mexico City on a date two weeks from then? Uh And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, well, I have to fly through there for work. Um, How would I take you to dinner? And I was like, how about you stay for five days? And he was like, done. (laughs) And um, let the record state that he was um, supposed to be flying. He was flying from Barcelona to Dallas, Texas. And he says that the only route was through Mexico City, but I don't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't either. I think, I I mean, he even told me later, he's like, that was just one of the routes. But um, another thing was like, I was, he, he would like send me pictures of like what he was doing. And in some of them, I could see like, a girl's hair. So I was like, I knew he was like hanging out with his ex-girlfriend. So I was like, what's the deal? Right. But I also knew he was like cutting his trip short a little bit. I think he was supposed to be there a month. Um, but this was only like three weeks into his trip. So anyway, so he comes, he visits me in Mexico city and, um, we're almost there. We're, we're almost there guys. (laughs) So yeah. So, um, I was just trying to gauge like how interested he was in, in me, Essentially, I was like, are like, is this like a something you're more serious about? Or is this just kind of like, let's casually hang out when we're in the same city? Like I wanted to know because I wanted to know how much to emotionally invest. Sure. And um, I brought that up to him and he was like, he gave me this like long winded response about, you know, we'll see what happens or something like he told me about one time he was on this climbing trip and he met this girl climbing and he stayed at her house for three weeks and then he left and he never saw her again. And I was like, why are you telling me the story? Like, fun story. <laughs> I know, right? And I think it started with me being like, so what do you think of Mexico City? Could you see yourself living here? He's like, no, no, I don't think so. 
Right, right. And you were kind of there to stay ostensibly at, at that moment. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I was. So I was like, okay, interesting. Um, and we had planned a little weekend trip down to the coast for one of my friend's birthdays. And when we got there, we got a little drunk and we went down to the beach and we like swam in the waves and there were these really tall crashing waves. It's actually not, um, you're not technically allowed to be down there at night because the waves are really dangerous. We found out later. Um, but it was like really romantic and we like ran into each other's arms and like Ryan also said that was like another moment when he was like, I kind of fell in love with you during those moments, you know? Oh my gosh. Um, And I felt like for that weekend, like we really just like, it just really clicked and I was like, okay, like we really like each other at this point. Like that's established. We're we're doing it. Yeah. So the next, that trip ended, he had to fly from there to his work trip, right? So the night before um, we left, uh, I, it was a long story. I'll try to wrap it. I'll try to speed it up. But he actually got, um, we were, we got separated on our walk home because we took a wrong turn and he was trying to figure out where we were. So he like left me for a second and I had to like walk around this little thing. And I actually got robbed on my motorcycle, on my motorcycle. Oh no. Um, and yeah, someone ripped my purse off of my, um, neck. And so I had like no debit card. And so he like left me his debit card, <laughs> no debit card, no phone. He left me his debit card. I bought a phone Aww. and yeah, it was just kind of like a shitty end to it. But anyway, so we kept in touch those couple weeks. He left and- his debit card? That was very trusting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Um, and yeah, so we kept in touch and we knew that we were going to see each other because he, he had planned this trip, part of this like crazy adventure that he was on. He was going to end up in Banff to go skiing with his friend. Uh huh skiing and climbing. So he um, went to Banff and he's like, oh, I'll just drive down to Missoula. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be in Missoula on that day too. You know, so Mm -hmm. like he was, he said it at the time, he's like, I'm making my half of the accident work. Now you make your half of the accident work and we'll meet up there. (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) Um, And that part was extremely crazy because obviously it was like, he's meeting my fucking family. You know, like we barely know each other. Crazy. Another crazy thing that happened while we were there was that um, we were there for, I think it was about, I think it was a week. And toward the end of our time there, things started shutting down. Right. I don't know if you remember this time period, but it's March of 2020. It does ring a bell. And I actually had sort of made some like life decisions and I had signed up for um, a UX boot camp in Barcelona. So I was going to move there. I remember. And yeah, it was I was supposed to fly out there and then my brother texted me. He's like, I don't think you're going there because, you know, Trump had just announced no travel from the U.S. Right. Outside of the country. Right. So we were like, holy shit. We're like watching all this unfold. And then he goes back to New York. I stay in Montana to quarantine and I stay there, had this awesome like quarantine pod with my brother and like some of his friends who became really good friends of mine as well. And we're like talking for the first, I think it was like a month, um, like three weeks to a month or something like that. And at this point it was like, we were just talking and he kept kind of like spitballing like plans, like that he wanted to do. He's like, Oh, maybe we'll, my friends and I will come out to Montana or, you know, like just had all these like random ideas of things that he wanted to do during the pandemic. And finally I was like, I don't think I want to keep talking to you unless I know that we're going to see each other in the next three months somehow. 
Yeah. Like see each other or like be together? I think see each other. Okay. okay. I think I like it, it. I wasn't expecting him to like move in with me. Um, but I was expecting just, I was like, I can't just, I'm not going to like, just continue to talk to this person who like, I'm never going to see, you know, like yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not that like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to use the word desperate, but I was just like, I'm not in it for that. Like I knew that I liked him enough that I really wanted to, I wanted to be with him. Yeah. And I, did you say that? Yeah, basically. I was just like, I like you. And then I was like, I said something like, <laughs> I kind of thought we were actually going to like end things during this conversation. Right. It was like my come to Jesus moment. I was like, you know, I can't keep doing this basically. Like, I really like you. I want to at least see you in the next three months. I want this like to be something. And if that's not something you want, like I need to know. And, um, and he was like, he's like, I don't know. It's just like, he's like, I think I just didn't know that. Like it kind of, you've been like noncommittal or, you know, you haven't really been communicating that. And, I feel like I'm like, well, it is like your decision to come here or not. And, and I said something like, fine. I was like, oh, well maybe it's just cause I'm like a little bit older than you, but I just feel like I want something like more like serious or something. And he was like, he like took major offense to that. But <laughs> basically long story short, he like bought a plane ticket and he like moved to Montana. Um, My God. Like he bought a plane ticket like the next day. Oh my God. Incredible. So romantic. Yeah. So okay. So he moves out there. How many days had you, like how many nights have you spent together at this point? Like total. um, Do you think? Probably, probably like, I don't know. Probably like 15. Okay. 20 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Not many. Crazy. Not many. (laughs) These were the times we were living in though, you know? I know. I know. I know. And I think that the weird part is, is like, I think it's like, it's worked out pretty well. I mean, we've definitely had our shit. Um, The first like six months of our relationship, I would say, were extremely easy. And it felt like we were just, I was like, oh, because like we do have very similar like living preferences and then balancing personalities. So I think that we do live really well together. Um, And I think like Ryan has even said this, he's like, it's not like I, it's not like it was totally crazy going into it because I think at that point in time, he's like, I already knew that you were somebody that I could live with. Yeah. So in a way it was like, we kind of had, we sort of thought we knew that already. Uh Um, Yeah, yeah. And we were right. But I think the thing that was really hard was we always joke that we were like married at first sight. Yeah. Because you you all of a sudden, like you have this partner that you have to like work every, you have to make all your decisions with. Yeah. And your decisions affect the other person. And we've like lived in, we've moved five times since that day that he moved in. So crazy. Yeah. And so we've had to make a lot of decisions. Like I went to Boston for grad school and, you know, we went to Austin to be with his friends and there've just been a lot of decisions that we've had to make around like where to live, for example. Sure. Um, and then I think a lot of just being like, okay, like, I don't know, just because we skipped ahead to that phase, it's been hard to navigate. Um, it's just been hard to navigate. How do we keep, how do we feel like we're both still young and exploring and like doing all the things that we want to do and being independent and like maintaining our, like um, maintaining our own like 
I, I guess our differences from each other, our uniqueness. Sure. While also like being in this new relationship that we like live with the other person. So yeah. Yeah. A challenge as old as time. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe a challenge that like we've invented in the last 30 <laughs> years, but one I can identify with for sure. I, in fact, I think it is a challenge as old as time because if you look back, I mean, people didn't live together before they were married. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Right. It's like you guys didn't really date. You just like met and moved in together. Basically. Yeah. So crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. I know. I know. Um, I mean, that it's... I'm sorry if I got long-winded at any point. Sorry, Not listeners. Um, it's kind of hard to tell this whole story. It's hard to <laughs> distill it down. Oh, yeah. It's very hard to distill it down. There are probably a lot of things at the beginning I could have cut out. But um, yeah, I think that our moment of like meeting and, and kind of getting to know each other, I didn't want to distill it too much because I felt like it was very special. So. Meet cute. Yeah, it was our meet cute. Yeah. No. We can, um, I, I do plan to talk more about this relationship though in my takeaways episode. Yeah. Yeah. We have so much for this episode. That's why I was like, I'm not sure we're going to get it all in one, but I know. <laughs> we'll I figure know it we out. did. Yeah. We'll figure it out and it'll be great. We could be pushing everything to the takeaways episode. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's what you do when you're like, oh, I'm not in the, in the closet. <laughs> but at least you guys have a, a good understanding of how I met the famous number 44. Um, Such a good story. And we'll just pick up from there next time when Olivia and I hash out our learnings. Oh, we've got so much to hash out. Okay, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for that incredibly romantic story. I, I, I can't even, I can't even pandemic times flying here and there, dropping acid in a bubble under the stars, you know, it's got it all. It, it does. And like, I, I guess I'll just, I'll add one more thing as a final ending. I, you know, jury's still out. <laughs> like we've only been together three years. Yeah. Like we're going strong now, but this isn't like a quote unquote happy ending. Cause like you said in the beginning, I don't want to send the message that, you know, it was love at first sight. And that's the only thing that matters, you know, like. Totally. I, yeah. This is just, yeah, this is where we are today. Totally. <laughs> it was really crazy to have the experience of, of like, having that feeling of love at first sight, love at first sight. That is so And then crazy. having it be with somebody that you end up spending a lot of your, a lot of, a lot more time with. Yeah. But at the same time, I wonder if some of that is confirmation bias. Cause how many times have you like met somebody and been like, oh my God, I'm so into this person. And then they turn out to be an asshole and you're like, okay, never mind. To, yeah. I know what you mean. It That is always the question with the love at first sight. But I also feel like, does it matter? I mean, just the fact that it works out some of the time is kind of amazing. Right. That's what I like to say. I like this. I like to make, make that be part of our story. I like to t say that that is our story. Now, if we break up, I'll be like, 
you know, there was always something <laughs> off of that. <laughs> I know, I know. That I found it very challenging to tell a story about someone that I'm still madly in love with because I don't know, because just I was just used to that arc of like, you know, you go up, 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 right. and then you come down, down, down. <laughs> yeah, like the, the red flags from the beginning, like yeah, the analysis. exactly. Of, so I was like, I don't even know what to say. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. But it is interesting. I love it. Stay tuned, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to that long story. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm excited to do this takeaways episode at some point. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back soon with lessons. <laughs> Baby, if you want me, come and get me. I swear I'll make it easy on my eyes what you are and I don't care who knows it thanks for listening to what's your number this episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah music is by no fancy editing and mastering by lightning the cavern works you can learn more about us and check out our blog at what's your number and if you enjoyed what you heard today leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades <laughs>